to Still Buffering, a sister's guide to teens through the ages. I am Riley Smurl. I'm Sydney McElroy. And I'm Taylor Smurl. Well, sisters, I don't have much voice left. Why is that? <laughs> what? I'm, I'm using my last bit of voice for our show. What, where it runs go? out? It does. When you when you spend three solid days recording an audiobook. Oh, no. Now, I have a question for you, Sydney. Yes. Your book mm-hmm. was based off of a podcast y- yes i <laughs> i realized this <laughs> is the audiobook not just your podcast listen amazon Wait says a it's a good idea <laughs> <laughs> well we trust amazon yeah that amazon is we trust heck and meta <laughs> i know the podcast became a book which has become an audiobook which is sort of like a podcast except longer but then you know someone's <laughs> gonna transcribe your 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 audio book. Well, I guess it's the same. Then that would just be the book. <laughs> this is the book. All right. But then it would be the book minus pictures, and they're your pictures, so it would not be as good. So Yeah, I wasn't asked to verbally act out my pictures. I'm really upset about that. <laughs> <laughs> this one shows a dead guy. <laughs> this is a guy being buried. Oh, no. <laughs> it was weird reading some of the, like, text that goes with those pictures anyway. <laughs> yeah. I was wondering how you'd do that. Uh, like, uh, what was I, I was reading, rereading The House of Leaves not too long ago, and I was working on a project at the same time. It's like, man, I wish I could get this on audiobook. I should just look for it on audiobook. I was like, wait, of all the books that would never be yeah. on audiobook. But then, yeah, yours has a lot of pictures and stuff in it. That's it interesting. It, it was, it was kind of, it was interesting, but, um, the, there are smart people who figure out how to navigate it and draw, draw nice little red arrows to point me where to go. Go here next and then read this and then you read this and then you read this and here read this. <laughs> I just follow the arrows and keep talking. Was it awkward? It was very awkward. Like that, like having like moments where you just talk, where you're just reading, mm-hmm. yes. looking at Justin, just staring at him, reading words and waiting for him to respond with his, his words. I couldn't look at him because no. it felt too weird. Yeah. But yeah. <laughs> but also once again don't you guys do you guys not make eye contact when you're when you're podcasting in the same room well we do but we're really having conversations okay i see it's it's different when you're doing that when you're reading a script a scripted conversation yeah. from the book because we have little conversations in the book anyway right. it's hey. yeah it was weird <laughs> uh so halloween is fast approaching and we know it because Inappropriate costumes have already hit the market and been, and been removed. <laughs> yeah. Really? A Handmaid's Tale? Really? I mean, on one hand, I said really, and on the other hand, when I saw it, I went, well. Of course. Of course. course. Yeah. Of course. Of course, somebody. Someone had to do it. But, um, you know, yeah, I, I get the I get the outrage over it 100%. It's become like a symbol of, of feminism. A lot of people have used it in, in various marches like as, as a symbol. And so why would you then take it and make it a sexy thing? Like it's so it's layered in so many ways for all. Yes. <laughs> Can I say at least it wasn't just like a bikini? <laughs> yeah, I guess. Oh, just like, like a, a, a white hood with a red bikini? Yeah. Ah. Yeah, but you know, as I a guess, lot of people, I guess that is worse. It's worse, but also <laughs> that would be like worse. The, the one they came out with was still bad. Oh, it was bad. It was still it was not bad. good. But as many people have pointed out, um, like it's great that we we all got up in arms about it and got it taken down. But how about all of the costumes that make sexy outfits out of other people's cultures? Like, you yeah, know, let's. 
maybe maybe reset our focus on all those those sexy Native American costumes that are highly inappropriate and insulting or the geisha costumes or I don't know pick 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 your ethnicity and there's a stupid insulting costume that we seem to tolerate year after year yeah no that's that is totally true that is something that um I hope people are becoming more and more aware of is that Halloween has is it has been but should not be an excuse for just uh dressing in whatever culture you feel like appropriating that day and kind of um sexualizing it or uh stereotyping it or making fun of it Sometimes or whatever both at the same yeah. time <laughs> or all these things like all of the above that's not okay yeah I, I'm, I'm glad that we can all share in our outrage over a, a, a fictional outfit that you know we've come to associate with the feminist movement but how about all those other ones that uh, real people are insulted by every day yeah, just uh, do what I do and let your four-year-old pick your costume. <laughs> what did your four-year-old pick? Currently, I will be Wonder Woman. So, oh, cool. Nice. We're, do- we're doing a whole superhero thing. I'm Wonder Woman. She's Supergirl. Justin is Superman, and uh, Cooper will be Batgirl. And she also. I don't know if I that family be... lineage makes sense. Well, no. <laughs> Apparently, I get to be double Supergirl, double which I super- think is an sure, honor. Yeah. I, I don't know why she's stuck on that. I kept I, I named endless other like superheroes you could be and she was like, No, she'll be Supergirl too and I'm like, okay. I think this is the highest honor Charlie could bestow on someone. Right? It is. It is double supergirl? Yeah. Well, Supergirl's her favorite, so if she's gonna let you share Supergirl with uh, her. Okay. All right. She'd never let Cooper share Supergirl with her. No. <laughs> no. <laughs> Definitely not. Oh, man, if I was going to be with you guys, I would totally claim Batwoman. Well, I mean, you can be. You still can be Batwoman. Just I mean, I'll be in Japan, so I don't know. That's a, that's a hard costume to, to pack. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, hey, listen, I'm not going to tell you what you can't do. <laughs> you do you. <laughs> I, well, I was considering bringing a costume with me because I'll be there for Halloween, but I'm really terrified of losing a costume because I work so hard on them. So I was mm-hmm. like, well, maybe I'll just wear it on the plane because then it'll be safe. <laughs> who would i mean there's no rule about what you can and can't wear on a plane like costume wise like if i boarded the plane as as batwoman so long as you could clearly see my face i think it's fine Uh, yeah i don't and who would not feel safe on that plane like exactly (laughs) well well (laughs) i feel so safe (laughs) well (laughs) i I don't know you know (laughs) But yeah, but then that might not be comfortable, and I like to be comfy when I fly. So maybe, I don't. Maybe not. I don't think I would necessarily feel safer. I don't think I would feel less safe <laughs> with someone dressed as Batwoman on a, pa- on a plane. But I don't know that that would make me feel more safe because I mean I know it's not Batwoman. You don't know that. You don't know right now that I'm not Batwoman. Because <laughs> what a clever guys would it be? I'm just saying, like, I don't see somebody in public dressed as a superhero and assume that it's the actual superhero. <laughs> that's that's how they're able to hide right under our noses. Exactly. <laughs> that's how they make their movies and they, they do their comics and everyone nope. just assumes it's a goof. It's nope. always just a goof. You know, Spider-Man saves you from a burning building. And you're like, oh, ha ha. It's a, it's a clever cosplayer. I love this. <laughs> uh, we're not going to talk about Halloween costumes, though. We've done that before. Hmm. many times although we probably will talk about them occasionally again yeah uh we wanted to talk about a show 
that we've been watching. We do. Yes, that we have all watched. I Collectively, we have watched all of. Yes. And that yes. I have watched all of it. Well, and Taylor and I combined <laughs> have watched all of it. Yes. Yes. Uh, we, uh, in case you're not familiar with the Netflix series um, American Vandal, we have been watching that. We have been. And uh, if you if you haven't seen it yet, or if you aren't going to see it, but you think, I don't know, if you don't want to know about it, <laughs> we're going to spoil it. Yeah, so. maybe don't listen to this episode. Maybe save it for later. Save it Go for watch after you it watch and it. save it yeah. for after. You could watch. <laughs> I realize I haven't, I haven't finished part, part of the first season. So I'm like, oh, man, it's going to get spoiled for I know. me. I haven't finished the second season either. And now, uh, and now it's just, oh, it's okay. It's okay. It's, okay. it's, it's our job. It's fine. Um, I think we can talk about a lot of the stuff that's relevant to teen life and teen culture without just don't tell me it. who the turd burglar is, please. Uh, Both of you, please so don't tell good. me who the turd burglar is. Fine. I'll, um, all right. But I'll, I'll take the sacrifice on season one because I think most people have, have watched it. Um, you could theoretically watch both seasons in not even the better part of a day. Yeah, I watched sure. the entire first season in like four, four and a half hours in one night. Yeah. yeah. Justin and I blew through both seasons in like two and three days respectively or something. Yeah, because mm-hmm. I mean, it's just once you start. OK, so the preface of this, in case you're not familiar, is that it is a a documentary. Um, it's obviously fictional, but it is presented entirely in earnest as if it is an actual documentary. Yeah. Um, and it's like an investigative journalist kind of style where two uh, teenagers at a high school, at least in the first season, are trying to crack the case. Of who, what, which student actually drew a bunch of penises on cars in the faculty lot? Yes. 27. <laughs> cars. I like that you remembered that. Uh, yeah. To, to 27 penises. Yes. Uh, I like that. I like that we're we're going to be precise here. We're going to give you the details. 27. We They're have important. the facts this time on Still Buff. <laughs> the first time ever. Uh, and um, one of the students has been accused of it, has actually already been expelled from school. Yes. For committing the crime. Um, but the evidence is flimsy. And these two intrepid reporters uh, have also set high out, school students. Also, high school students have set out to figure out if he really did it or not. Um, and again, it's it's presented entirely. Like, it's very much like professionally shot. Mm-hmm. Looks like a real documentary. If you were just looking at the description and the opening to it on Netflix, you would a hundred. I I a hundred percent thought at first this was a real thing. Oh. It took a bit for me to realize it wasn't. <laughs> uh, and and then the follow up to that, the second season revolves around the idea that these two students were so successful with their first documentary that Netflix contacted them. It becomes very meta. (laughs) And is allowing them to do a second documentary as a Netflix documentary. Um, And so they they get emailed by a bunch of different students all over the country for different, like, cases for them to crack at their high schools, and they finally settle on this school in Oregon, right? Northern California? Where are they? Washington? Washington? (laughs) I think it's Washington. They're somewhere over there. Washington State. (laughs) That other side of the country, <laughs> somewhere in the Pacific Isn't Northwest, it like Bellevue, Washington. Isn't that what it is? Is it? I don't. Know. I don't know. I, I think it know. is. Anyway, that was a detail I was not focused on. Save- there were people pooping all over the place. <laughs> Save Bernadine Catholic High School. <laughs> there you go. And uh, and there has been. 
there have been poop related crimes committed <laughs> by someone whose Instagram is the turd burglar. The turd burglar. Yeah. Oh. He has business cards mm-hmm. or she. They have business cards. Mm-hmm. Um, they ha they what they do? They put um, a laxative substance in and, the school lemonade. Yes. And the, thus occurred the brownout. Yes. Which is, I will say, if you haven't watched this and you're planning on it, is very graphically it's depicted. Very it was yeah. a little hard for me. And I I have seen some things in my professional life. Yeah, you're a doctor. <laughs> and, and watching the, like, because it's all, all the footage is, like, filmed on iPhone yeah. type footage. And watching the footage of a bunch of high school students pooping themselves in hallways. Yeah was kind of rough um i would like to point yeah. out someone took one of the iphone videos from that first episode and put just the iphone video on twitter and then thought it was something that actually happened and it has like tens of thousands of retweets of people who are like oh my gosh can you believe this this happened in a school no one realizes it's fake oh wow yeah that's, yeah. that's just really good viral marketing i i guess so one of my friends retweeted and I texted him. I was like, just so you know, if you want to know more about this, it's a documentary on Netflix, but it's not a real documentary. Don't think it's real. It's fake. <laughs> yeah, I really thought they were going to like ease into the mass pooping, but Mm-mm. they just, you, episode one. Right like, in. Boom. Um, what else did the turd burglar do? There was the the um, pinata. There was the poop yeah. pinata. Poop pinata. Of Kurt Vonnegut's Filled with poop. I love that the English teacher is obsessed with Kurt Vonnegut because who did not have a teacher who was obsessed with Kurt Vonnegut? Yeah, like, yeah. E- everybody does. And, and I'm not throwing shade. I love Kurt Vonnegut. I'm just saying, like, there's always that one teacher. <laughs> um, and then there was the launcher, mm-hmm. the t-shirt cannon, the, the yep bad word launcher. We yeah. can't say the word on the show. Yeah. It, they feel it's the another t- word for poop. You could probably figure it out. <laughs> you could probably just use the word poop and people will figure it out. Yeah. Um. <laughs> It was a t-shirt cannon at a pep rally mm-hmm. that was filled with cat poop, cat poop, cat poop. that became dust when yes. launched through this t-shirt cannon. And then it also came with a turd burglar shirt. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So you got a t-shirt out of it. Yeah. One, one of a kind. And you teens love free t-shirts. We do. I noticed this at my <laughs> first college football game. They're, like I'm in the stands with a bunch of college students. So, you know, some of them not even teenagers. Mm-hmm. They go wild for free t-shirts. Oh, yeah. People go nuts. I have told, I have said this before. I, I once signed up for a credit card to get the free t-shirt. It doesn't matter what it looks like or if it's going to fit you or not. You mm-hmm. don't know what size is going to come out of that cannon or what that t-shirt is going to look like. It does not matter. They just want the free t-shirt. You, you know, all you guys, like anybody that really wants an endless source of free t-shirts, this is just an aside. If you get it all into the bar industry, mm-hmm. suddenly it's free t-shirts for days. <laughs> well, every <laughs> every beer every liquor every company that works with with bar products makes t-shirts i maybe because the evolution of the college kid that really likes free t-shirts are the people <laughs> i work with and me uh so yeah it's all the t-shirts you could dream of uh i think there's always that secret hope when you get a free t-shirt that you're gonna stumble upon like the best t-shirt ever yeah aren't we all secretly on a search for the best t-shirt ever the t-shirt the t-shirt like the one that's like it's the most comfortable it fits you just right and it looks it looks more worn than it is but in a good way and it has just the perfect like funny but you didn't mean for it to be funny Mm -hmm. thing Mm -hmm. on it like, we're all looking for that t-shirt. 
<laughs> is that like a metaphor for like like a partner i feel like you just made there i didn't i mean i didn't mean to it's like it's made for you it's worn just right it's it's funny in an ironic way it's meant for me <laughs> i i had i had this t-shirt that i found once uh i think at goodwill that was a it was a red t-shirt and in yellow letters it said rodan i remember that shirt uh and i loved it and i don't know what it was or why Mm -hmm. it said that it was so comfortable and i wore it all the time and then it got a hole in it oh no Mm. and the hole is like it's like a perfect nipple hole i don't know how (laughs) that happened (laughs) now but I can't. Wouldn't this be useful to you now? <laughs> That's true. That's true. That shirt predicted your future as a mom. That's how much that shirt was a part of you. Did you throw it out? I have it hidden. I, so I have a stack of like 10 t-shirts that I, ca- I do not wear, but I cannot bring myself to get rid of. Mm-hmm. And it is one of those uh, like 10. Um, I so have like. I, uh, sorry. I. I relate to that. I have like a, a pile of old punk t-shirts. It's like they are just too gross to wear. And they're not even for bands that I would like recognize I like anymore. But it's my childhood in a pile. So I just keep them in my drawer. Yeah, I, I have some like old softball t-shirts like that. <laughs> <laughs> but um, so back to American Vandal. Yes. Uh, yeah. So those are the well, those are the crimes. Those are the crimes um, that you know about. Oh, what? Okay, what? What else is there? I just, I just don't want to know who the turd burglar is yet. There's a fourth crime. What is the fourth crime? Because it was alluded to the fact that there was a planned fourth crime, mm-hmm. but then I have not reached the point where this fourth crime has occurred yet. So the way that the turd burglar communicates his crimes <laughs> or her crimes is that uh, they they put an Instagram picture up before warning of the crime and, and then the they put it's going to happen yeah an instagram picture up afterwards the aftermath of the aftermath and the last one was an instagram picture warning of a crime on december 4th wasn't and the picture of mr hanky from south park mm-hmm. yeah. and yes. then there was a picture <laughs> of an advent calendar mm-hmm. and that was thought to be another before picture right it was not it was an aftermath picture <gasps> the advent which yes. that's what Justin was like. What do you think it could be? And I was like, Well, honey, what a what do advent calendars have in them? And he went, Oh no, oh, no. <laughs> they have chocolate. In case you never did that, <laughs> that yeah. that's okay. This is a step too far for the turd burglar. Now people are eating poop. Mm-hmm. Yeah, not just like like hap- It's not like coming out of them or or being sprayed onto them. They are mm-hmm. ingesting it. Mm-hmm. Well, I'm pretty mm-hmm. sure that sort of aerosol cat poop spray would have been highly, like, ingestible. Like, I think you would have breathed that. And that's I think that, true. That's, like, an every orifice deal. I don't know. That might be worse. Um, They're all pretty bad. Yeah. yeah. Um, I did think it was funny that the thing they put in the lemonade is not an actual, like, laxative, like, pill. It's the thing that you find in sugar-free candy. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Because... Sugar-free candy is the worst for your tummy. I I have to. I had a very meta moment. We were watching it, and they talk about that the laxative that they find traces of is maltitol, mm-hmm. and that and and they they note that it is in sugar-free candy, sugar-free gummy bears. Mm-hmm. I think is what they point out, and yeah. that will give you diarrhea. And 
I started thinking because Charlie had diarrhea that day. Oh no. I started thinking Justin bought her gum and no matter how much she promises she won't she it. always swallows it yeah. and I that's why I told him don't get her gum she she never just chews it and spits it out she always swallows her gum please don't buy her gum anymore so I I dug the the container of gum out of her bedroom where she'd hidden it and it was almost free. empty and it was sugar free and it definitely had maltitol in it oh no well and that's even like <laughs> have, have you <laughs> just said it's a third burglar have you ever <laughs> uh read the actual reviews on sugar-free gummy bears on yes. amazon yes they're amazing are those, are those they're in real the video like real reviews do you th- or in the movie or in the show probably I, I, I could believe that because that that was like just one of those weird <laughs> internet holes that i fell down for a few hours like years ago like that yeah. just was a funny meme that people were passing around. Like, look at the reviews of these gummy bears. <laughs> so the the thing, and we're kind of talking about it without directly addressing it. The thing that's so interesting that we thought made this, uh, aside from the fact that these are teenagers, yeah, um, that we thought it was still buff worthy, is a lot of the way they crack the case, a lot of the way that they like discuss how they who could have done it or why this person wouldn't or what their motive would be it all interacts with like technology i mean that's what a lot of it has to do with like um using social media and instagram Instagram. and yeah Mm -hmm. and and that kind of thing and uh um i i thought it was fascinating uh as a as a device Mm -hmm. like as a i mean really like if you look at the show from like a detective standpoint it's a really interesting. I mean, the, it is. It, it's it's like a modern, a very modern Sherlock kind of and thing. All the details yeah. are really cool. Like even the iPhone videos that have the text over them. That's the exact way text looks on Snapchat. So like those look just like Snapchat videos because they have that little like mm-hmm. clear bar of text over them with the white text on top. Mm-hmm. Well, they probably are Snapchat videos. Well, yeah, that. yeah. But like they incorporate all of that mm-hmm. into there. Well, and, and also, I mean, I thought. Uh, especially the the second season i mean there's a lot about cyberbullying where like a lot of your motives mm-hmm. are people that have been cyberbullied and it really like you get that theme a lot in teen content today but like it's really crazy to think how like you know in the past you do one thing embarrassing in the hallway and yeah maybe people talk about it people spread it around but like there's an emphasis on like things live forever like that one mistake you make like goes on forever on the internet because people have their phones always and like mm-hmm. how much worse it can be to to make a fool of yourself in high school because everybody can you know record you and pass it on like there's a yeah. that's kind of like it's like i couldn't help but think like is it really like that is that really how like like teens haze each other and harass each other yeah i mean well, let's talk about that yes. before Riley's going to tell us. Right. She's about to tell us if that's really what it's like. But before we do that, let's check the group message. So first of all, this week on the group message, we want to tell you about Squarespace. So let's say that you need to com- commit turd related crimes at your high school and you need a website. <laughs> that's, not, that's not a great example. No, no, don't, don't do, do that. that. I'm sorry, Squarespace. We didn't mean it. <laughs> don't, don't We're not going to do that with your site. <laughs> We're not going to use Squarespace to do that. We're going to use Squarespace to create a beautiful website where we don't have anything about poop. It's all pictures of reviews from Amazon for sugar-free candy. <laughs> I'd go to that site. I'd go to that <laughs> site. Yeah. Uh, so let's say you want to showcase all these reviews. 
<laughs> or announce an upcoming event like a get together for people who love the Amazon reviews of sugar-free gummy bears. Or people who've been victims of sugar-free candy. Ooh. Mm. Yeah, like yeah, a support, support group. group. A support yeah. group. Yeah. Sure. Well, if you want to do that, Squarespace can help you by giving you beautiful templates created by world-class designers, powerful e-commerce functionality, lets you sell things like maybe bumper stickers or t-shirts for your support group. Candy with real sugar in it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> or, yeah, there, there you go. go. There There's you go. that too. <laughs> uh, free and secure hosting and nothing to patch or upgrade ever. So uh, if you know nothing about making a website, Squarespace has got your back and they can get you started out. Yeah. And if you want to do that, where should you go? Um, you should go to squarespace.com buffering for a free trial. And when you're ready to launch, use the offer code buffering to save 10% off your first purchase of a website or domain. So that's squarespace.com buffering, offer code buffering to save 10% off your first purchase. Uh, the other sponsor we want to tell you this week uh, on Still Buff tell you about this week, let me put that <laughs> word in there, on Still Buffering, is Simple Contacts. It is a convenient way to renew your contact lens prescription and reorder contacts from anywhere in minutes. If you need to renew your prescription, you just take a five-minute vision test from your phone or computer. It's simple. It's really easy. It, it takes no time at all. I've done it myself. It's reviewed by a licensed doctor. You receive a renewed prescription, and you reorder your contacts. If you have an unexpired prescription, you just upload a photo or your doctor's information and you order your lenses. So, um, like I said, I've tried this. I'm somebody who's bad about uh, keeping track of when I'm about to run out of contacts. Mm-hmm. And this can really um, save you if, you if you're like me. Now, it is important to remember that this is not a replacement for your periodic full eye health exam. There's not a tiny doctor in there. No. There is a doctor who will review your results. Yes, but there's not a tiny doctor in your phone currently looking at your eyes. That's right. Which is important. Yeah, there's, see, there's visual acuity, and then there's also, like, eye health and the various, you know, like, eye diseases, and you need to actually Mm -hmm. examine. Should Mm -hmm. I get into that more? No, these are words. I, ouch. Uh, So, (laughs) hey, (laughs) you can... You could get $20 off your first context order at uh, simplecontacts.com slash stillbuffering20 or just enter code stillbuffering20 at checkout. So I don't know what any of those big words Sydney just used mean, but um, you can you can get simple, easily renewable contacts. So check that out today. Yeah. So, Riley, you're about to tell us if this is really what it's like. Are you living yes. in this microscope as a teen? Yeah, I mean, every time you do something or someone you know does something, if someone is filming you or taking a picture of you and then saves it to their phone, puts it on their Snapchat story, on Instagram, on Twitter, like, it's there forever. There's, there are things that happened when I was in high school where someone would be talking about how funny this thing was, and I would I wasn't there for it, mm-hmm. but I would see a video on Snapchat and know exactly what they were talking about, know exactly the person, exactly what happened, because... 10 different people took videos of it and put on their Snapchat story all at once. So it's like, you don't even have to be there when something is happening and you see it happening. No, immediately people are talking about it at school the following week. And they, they use that really effectively to, to like analyze this party that a bunch of the students were at, Mm -hmm. uh, to try to figure out like who was really there and which is crazy like who called the police at a certain time and what text messages were sent from wherever and all that and they are able to really reconstruct an entire event from just a bunch of videos that 
the people who were there took themselves and posted. I mean, in the first season, there's uh, the can of red spray paint that they know was mm-hmm. used to spray paint the cars. Um, they know came from a party because of the brand of spray paint it was. Mm-hmm. And they follow all the different videos from that night at the party and look in every single angle to see where this can of spray paint is and can tell within seconds because so many people were posting about it when it was moved or who was around it when it was moved mm-hmm. and see if they can listen to people's conversations to see what they were talking about that night like that's just crazy it, it is it's sort of a weird thought to think about what kind of like footprint you're creating for yourself on social media especially if you're highly active like that if somebody really wanted to look at everything spread out like charting your emotions where you are mm-hmm. physically what you're doing who you're with kind of just makes me want to like go live in a cabin and be like never mind yeah. <laughs> it, it really does and that i thought one thing that they that they highlighted that was really interesting and again this is sort of like this is like a modern corollary to back in an old like detective story when you would analyze like handwriting mm-hmm. or a, the the pen that was oh, used yeah. or the type of paper they talk about the glitch yeah that was really iPhone. cool which was real I don't, this was not something I was aware of, but I guess for a while on certain iPhones, when you typed an I, it came out as an A with a question mark. Yeah, I remember that. I vaguely remember that happening. I do. Mm -hmm. It was apparently a a big deal. Yeah. Did you have a glitch? I had the glitch. I must have not, because I didn't know this happened. I definitely had some like, like, up, like tweets from my phone that i thought were really clever and then like you know that embarrassment of when you see a misspelling like oh no what did i do how did i do this delete the tweet mm-hmm. yeah i do yeah. remember that is that in the second season that's how they start trying to figure out who sent the messages okay because somebody had and they had to have the glitch you had to have the glitch gotcha. to have sent the messages and I so not reach this part yeah. they can they, and and the thing is like you don't you don't ever have to interact with a human to figure it out because all you have to do for every one of these people is go back through their Instagram posts or, or mm-hmm. tweets or whatever and just see, oh, it's dated this day at this time, they have the glitch, or it's dated this day and they don't have the glitch. Yeah. Easy. Done. Well, it, go ahead. Go ahead. Oh, no, I was saying, I mean, that's kind of, they, they go into also just like, not just like, you know, you said handwriting, but like, punctuation and like how you like use language <laughs> yeah. in your text like i love the moment where they're like he they, this person uses like a, a period after emojis like that's serial killer stuff <laughs> that's what like, they say oh, that's God. like who does that that's like a serial killer thing you use a period <laughs> after an emoji i was like but you know it's like that like we have a weird new kind of dialect that comes from that like you know we joke about it but like if somebody puts a period after their text there's a there's a moment of like wait are they mad like yeah. We have that kind of new dialogue that's developing, but I just like mm-hmm. that they hone in on that, that we all have sort of an accent to our text messages mm-hmm. that we don't realize we have, and that it is something that then you could say, if you got a text from me, and it wasn't like, hey, bud, what's up, squid, 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 then you know it's not me. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> um, I think it's interesting, though, they also, like, tie in real, I don't know, like, real detective strategies, but real corollaries to actual like criminal cases mm-hmm. i know in the one of the first episodes of the second season they're interviewing all the students to try to figure out who did what and they're interrogating this one student who they've been told their friend believes is indeed the turd burglar and they bring in a statistic about false confessions in like homicide trials yeah and they go through all like the ways they're forcing this confession out of a student who didn't do it 
and i mean it's funny it's hilarious because they're asking him like now how did you get the poop into this pinata <laughs> so he takes it and then sits on it like, no, 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 no no it was not human poop you know that what kind of poop was it um he does the same thing with the t-shirt cannon it's just like i mean it's funny but it's also like it's supposed to be a callback to stuff that actually happens well yeah well i i haven't i haven't researched it but i bet you those stats are real they probably are they cited them at the end and everything i bet you that's from a real place yeah there's a whole i think it's it's on netflix there's a series there's a documentary series about false confessions about people that were Mm -hmm. made to confess to various things under various circumstances and when you see the whole videos i mean it's it's it don't 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 watch it if you don't want a bummer because it's literally like these people lost years if not all of their lives to prison sentences because they were forced into false confessions that now when you look at the evidence were clearly definitely false but yeah um i have a question for you all is there is no rule explicitly at least at my high school i went to about poop related crimes <laughs> what 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 could they actually <laughs> expel someone who who put poop in a pinata yeah well, i mean it what yeah. is the what is the legal action there like okay the putting the laxative well, in the lemonade, vandalism is... putting the laxative in the lemonade is different because yeah. that's like you know not i mean it's harmful i mean like i mean that's like that's like attempted a... assault isn't it yeah, yeah. Well, you, i, I mean, mean poisoning poisoning yeah. and you could have killed somebody like dehydration can kill you you push yourself to death it happens gosh please that never happened to me <laughs> no that that definitely that has and does happen yeah um that's why uh, specifically the that they think that the one guy who did it did it because he knocked over one of the old yeah <laughs> one of the old priests <laughs> lemonade and replaced so that he, it replaced it with horchata yeah they're like oh obviously he's trying not to poison this old guy because his body could not take it (laughs) um i i well i mean i feel like they're all heinous enough that you would get suspended if not expelled for right i i think so it's all it's all pretty pretty assaulting it's all poisonous I, I thought one was really interesting, one point that they made, and I you may not have seen this yet, but this doesn't give away the okay. end. There's one girl in the school, I forget her name, but she is uh, the richest girl in the school. Mm-hmm. They note that she's so rich that the library is named after her family. Mm-hmm. And uh, she has like, they, they talk about how she has the Instagram that everybody wants. Mm-hmm. Like every one of her Instagram photos look like professionally taken and she's posing with her girlfriend in like mm-hmm. beautiful locations and she just looks perfect in every single one. And then she posts a picture of herself with one of the car- I think it's, Kardashians. Oh, I thought it? it was Kendall Jenner. Is it a Kardashian? Is she not a Kardashian? She is. It's like, just, yeah, and sort of one of is it kendall i think i don't know one of those people Uh and she posts this picture and says like hanging out with kendall or whatever like they're best friends and then somebody finds the original somehow it was fake well it wasn't fake it was she waited in line for five hours to get her to take a picture with her at like a meet and greet Gotcha. And they post that, that it was fake, and it just destroys her there. Yeah. Right. Like that, and she's done. Right. Is that 
that bad, I guess, is what I mean, I could get it like, oh, she was back in the in the parlance of the 90s. She's kind of a poser. But like, <laughs> you know, is yeah. that bad? I, I mean, I, I can't speak from actual experience but i know i like if there was a person at school it's like oh yeah i'm so cool and so popular and i'm best friends with the kardashians and then it's like oh well no you you waited in line for that it's like i don't know it's just kind of like come on man no one really cares that much like we i feel like people would think it was just as cool to know that you met a celebrity even if you waited in line to meet that celebrity mm-hmm. but it's just the fact that you lied about it like i still think it's cool if one of my friends met one of the celebrities i really like even if they waited in line to meet them i'd wait in line to meet celebrities i really like but yeah. if they lied about it and they're like oh just you know hanging with my best friend it's like well just like you know to be <laughs> <But> honest <laughs> I, I do think i do think that there is you know i think schadenfreude is real i think we like I don't think we like specifically, but I think sometimes people like seeing people fail or or fall. And I do think like a, a big uh, point of the second season, at least, is about kind of the personas we project. Mm-hmm. And like, especially now that we have all these ways, I mean, you can you can tailor your Instagram and your Twitter and your Facebook and everything to present the person you want to be. Look, mm-hmm. I'm cool. I'm confident. I have all these friends. I do all these fun things. And that doesn't necessarily reflect on who you really are or, mm-hmm. or rather, you know, like there's that, that thing where it's like you can present this person that is so together and make people envious. And then, you know, inevitably it's like, I, I do think that there's a, there's a human nature that's like, yeah, I like to see you having fun, but I also really like to see that that was all wrong. And like, maybe yeah. you're like me, maybe you're a big mess like me. And I mean that, goes back to the first season as well even just like the very opening sequence it's like if you were to picture someone who'd vandalized 27 cars what would they look like and it mm-hmm. goes through right. yearbook pictures and it's like probably not this person probably not this person probably more like this person and by the time you figure out who it actually was it's like opposite of that image that they say looks like someone who would do this kind of thing right and that's i think that's a big part of it and i think they also highlight um how out of touch we can be mm-hmm. uh at the older we get with what it's what um how teens define themselves mm-hmm. and what these different definitions mean and where that puts them in like the social strata mm-hmm. of high school because the a lot of the theory in the second season about the the kid that they think did it is based on the idea that he was ostracized and miserable and hated everybody and wanted to lash out at the school and what you find out pretty quickly is like nah he's pretty cool with who he is yeah he didn't i think it's really funny there are videos they call him the fruit ninja and they throw fruit (laughs) at him and he chops them i don't think it's funny in the sense that i'm making fun of him i think like this thing he is doing is really funny well he thinks it's funny he thinks it's he's in on it and they make it out to be like oh people are making fun of him and like Mm -hmm. he's just a weird kid and everyone's poking fun by doing this but he thinks it's funny he's in on the joke He's in on everything people say about him and all these words people, like nicknames people have given him. He's like, I, don't, I haven't heard that in years. I'm in on the joke. Well, like somebody goes to him for Halloween and they're like, see, look how much fun people made of him. Somebody dresses him for Halloween yeah. and he's like, I gave them the costume. I, think I knew that they were going as me. Yeah. 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 I knew they were going as me. Um, and it's interesting because he's so, he is, he's, he's very different. Mm-hmm. He, he's definitely like he's got his own way of being yeah. and his own stuff he's into and he's very confident in that and he's not an 
outcast because of it. Mm-mm. He's not the most popular kid. No. But he's not an outcast. And and that's very interesting mm-hmm. because the, the teachers all assume that. The police officers right. assume that. The principal assumes that. Like, obviously, he did it because he's ostracized. And yep. it's like, no, you're just completely out of touch mm-hmm. with kids. You have no idea. Yeah. Uh, they get into, towards the end, something that... Um, and they make a big statement at the very end, I should say, about like, as a teenager, you have two lives and it, one you live completely on the internet. Mm-hmm. One life that you are living that looks like you're having all the fun and doing all the coolest stuff and you're always with people. You're never alone and you're never sad and mm-hmm. you're never missing out. And then there's the life that you're actually leading, which probably doesn't look like that all the yeah. time. No matter how happy or, or not you are. Yeah. Um, and they make that point very clearly. And it, as, a, as a parent, I found it horrifying. Mm-hmm. Um, but they get into later in this, without spoiling too much, they get into catfishing. Really? Mm-hmm. And uh, I found that because I totally did not see where this was going or how this, you know, mm-hmm. attached to anything until the end. I didn't piece it together. Uh, I, the idea that because you put so much stuff out there Mm -hmm. it would not be hard if somebody had access to all that to be you that's true um yeah that idea i mean obviously people know that there's a whole tv series about catfishing but like that that really horrified me because these were teenagers i mean these weren't sophisticated hackers yeah well, and, and I, can I say as an aside, and I know, Riley, you've seen it, but that Netflix is doing a lot of teen content right now, and it's all kind mm-hmm. of hit or miss, uh, like wildly hit or miss. Uh, I know you saw that Sierra Burgess is a loser movie. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. And that's specifically about catfishing. Yeah. Um, and just for except anyone, kind of in a in a light teen funny goofy way. Except for that, it's not. That's okay. It's uh, fine. It's a teen goofy silly movie. It's okay to pretend you're somebody else and kiss somebody without their consent because you're just so sad that you're not accepted. Uh, that's it, not okay, by the way. Taylor's okay. being sarcastic. I know. I, I, I am. Uh, if you yeah. haven't watched it yet, don't watch it. It's garbage. I'm just going to throw that out there. I We talked about, like, we should talk about it. And maybe we will. Maybe we'll come back to, like, how it parallels a lot of the really bad stuff that a lot of teen movies in the 90s did. Mm-hmm. And that this is actually, like, you'd think we'd be better, but we're not. But yeah. you don't need to see it to know that it's garbage. Just And I, I love I love Barb. And I want Barb to have great thing for her but <laughs> everyone loves barb just not not this movie sorry I, just, uh, that's what a lot of the critiques i read of it say is that they love her that she is great and yeah. she does her best to try to dig this movie out she right. she's a she's a talented actress and it's it's actually a very talented cast and literally all of the other characters deserve so much better but uh yeah whatever just don't watch it so yeah but catfish <laughs> um I think it's interesting what you were saying about like your your real life and your your internet life that they talk about because mm-hmm. this might be a silly comparison, but I have heard people say on the internet before I, we've talked about the idea of a finsta, mm-hmm. a fake Instagram sure, that right. like is private and you post more personal stuff and you only let certain people follow it. Um, someone said that it's interesting that we call our fake our finsta a finsta when really that's who you really are. And your Instagram, that's your popular one, is actually your Finsta because you're being mm. fake on that one, um, which I that's think true. is is funny because it's like we're already get it like 
we had these levels of social media where it's like it was created for us to share our lives with people then it kind of evolved into we're sharing a version of our lives with people and then we created fake accounts that we call fake (laughs) accounts but we want to still share our lives with people but then those even get to a point where you're sharing parts of your life with people that you want certain people to see or you want them to hear Mm -hmm. something that you're saying it's designed for people and it's like we we keep trying to just be real people on social media and it just it, it no one ever is <laughs> or you know you could like just be real people or just like be real, real people in real life in real life i think i think it's <laughs> i think it's more complicated than that i don't know because i think sometimes i know when i'm bummed out i'll post like a goofy happy picture or a silly illustration right. or a thing mm-hmm. i like to my regular accounts right because i want people to be like yeah awesome that's great like like right like, i want that that part that like or that I want people to like approve of like something that I consider like the better parts of me, the silly parts, the fun parts, the talented parts. So I think like we have this idea that like, oh, your facade is fake. What's real is like the dirty stuff inside of you. I think they're both real. I yeah. think it's kind of we're two sure. two parts. I think the stuff we're putting out there is, you know, kind of who we're trying to achieve and then mm-hmm. the, the, the dirty stuff that we try to hide is not who we really are it's just the other part of us it's the stuff we're yeah. trying to hide i think they're both valid you know what's interesting is i think I, and i agree with you completely but i think that this is easier for me to some extent to separate myself from because i very much i mean i i'm i don't think i'm ever being fake on social media right but i'm very careful about what i say and and what i post and I mean, I'm I'm very aware that everybody reads it, everybody sees it. Um, I, like I don't post pictures of our children anymore yeah. because it occurred to me like I don't think I want everybody to have access to pictures of my kids, and I'll let them make that decision for themselves someday when they're yeah, old sure. enough to do so. Um, and I, I've been very aware of that, and so uh, I, I'm never dishonest on my social media, but I don't post every single thought right. I have. But, I mean, there's but, a difference between not sharing every thought you have and, like, creating false images of sure. yourself. Which even is different from, Taylor, what you were talking about, about, like, wanting to post something happy even if you're sad. It's almost like there, I'm not saying it's popular or I know people who do this, but there are people that exist that will, like, create fake images or pretend to be sure. someone else. And then it's, with, that's what I'm more so talking about, how, sure. like, people use it to create some sort of image they want people to see themselves which isn't just like it means it's a bad thing to do for yourself because then you don't think that you're a cool person you think that the person you're trying to be is a cooler person than you are i think it's just been easier to like because i didn't i didn't grow up with it Mm -hmm. it was something that really came to be part of my life as an adult not a fully formed adult but but in my adult years and I, i it's very separate from me for me like it's it's very much like i it's it's like an entertainment thing. Um, if I want to share something that I think is really important or like mostly like uh, here's a podcast I do that kind of <laughs> stuff. <laughs> here's a book we wrote uh, or or like our like with our friends and family in private groups. Here's some pictures of the girls in private. Right. Um, that kind of thing. But it's not it's so separate from me. And I think that that there's really a generational gap. I think that it's a different like I think I am less entangled with my social media and I think the younger people get, the more entangled they are with it. Yeah. And I think, Riley, you probably are more so than Taylor, who's more so than me. And I think someday Charlie 
it's going to be inseparable from who she is Um, because i mean i wasn't like you know elementary school middle school i didn't have a phone that had instagram twitter snapchat sure i had like a nokia flip phone until my second year of middle school and even when i had an iphone i didn't have social media or anything because it wasn't popular it really wasn't popular until i was starting high school but i mean charlie will grow up in society where kids will be on it from the time they're you know not all kids but we'll have access to it from the time they have a phone she tells me if i take a picture of her she always likes to look at them now let Mm -hmm. me see it and then i'll show her and if she likes it she'll go you can put that on facebook (laughs) she also does like the filters on snapchat that turn your face into things so whenever she sees my phone she's like do you want to take a snapchat picture they have filters (laughs) well and it's crazy too because like some of the some of my friends that are younger that are like in their early 20s like i was having a discussion with a girl who was like you know like talking to a guy through tinder so all through the phone and she's like yeah but he doesn't have an instagram and that's weird like i don't trust anybody <laughs> that doesn't have one like that's it's not even to the point where you're judged by it it's like if you're the kind of person that's like oh, i don't want to buy into that you're gonna be weird because you don't have a facebook and an instagram and a snapchat yeah. i don't <laughs> agree with that i don't agree with that at all because i have plenty of friends in my age range that do not have any of that and that's fine sure. but i feel like that's the future that we're heading towards where you gotta have yeah all of that stuff you have to upkeep it you have to yeah, make it I was look gonna say. Up, like good and and, and interesting and, and agreeable but then even oh, if man. yeah <laughs> even if you have one if you haven't posted a picture in months or you only post a picture every you know mm-hmm. three or four months people are gonna be like well why don't you post one as often like why is your last are picture you okay? from 2016 right? like, are, what's you okay? wrong? are you real are you, are you still alive yeah <laughs> um that one of your uh roommates boyfriends i think when we were all moving in Oh, yeah. Was talking about their roommate that mm-hmm. they were they hadn't met yet. Yeah. And that they didn't have a, a any kind of social media, right? Yeah. And, and that, I remember so they had no idea what they were going to be like when they moved in. But I remember that conversation like, what do you mean they don't have any social media? Yeah. <laughs> like, I'm a mom. I at least have Facebook. Like, come on. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's a weird thing. Facebook's just for moms still, right? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, I'm not a mom. I'm on Facebook. I'm in that weird, what is my generation that, like, does not understand your technology? I don't get Snapchat. I'm still on Facebook, and I'm not, I don't have kids. That's that's my generation. (laughs) I don't know. I'm in that exennial thing, but I think you fall into the millennials, don't you? Is that? I don't know. I'm not even a millennial. What are you? Generation Z. Remember we talked about this. I'm the generation to end all generations. What are are we? I don't know. <laughs> we are confused. We are confused. Not even I'm going to sign off. Not even I'm a teenager anymore. Just yeah, I, don't, I don't know. Well, <laughs> I know what moon shoes are. I don't understand all emojis. I'm single and fine. I don't want to go to Home Depot. I don't know. <laughs> I can't wait for the Mar- Veronica Mars reboot. That's where I land. That's, That's the generation I am. I am. <laughs> uh, well... I, we still recommend this show, by the way. Yeah, I don't think we gave too much away, you know? No, I was trying to be careful because it's yeah. really good. And it's really good. It. It's really it's, funny. It's so funny. It's smart. It has something to say. It has lots of other things to say. We were kind of yeah. talk, talking about teens and technology. There's lots of stuff about class and about race and about gender and about sexuality. I mean, mm-hmm. like, there's tons of things that they're saying yeah. in this. I mean, it's really, it's really interesting. It's really good. Yeah. Um, so check that out. It's on Netflix. Yeah. Uh, 
one more thing we wanted to say before we finish out this week. Uh, we made an offhand comment in, was that last week's episode? Uh, I think that was, that was weeks before that. Last week was shoes. It was the week before that. Yeah, the week before that. In that, in that episode, um, we made a joke that was in poor taste about pornography. Um, and we just want to say we're sorry about that. We in no way meant to devalue the work of those who create pornography. We in no way meant to insult sex workers or insinuate that um, people who are doing jobs should not be paid for those jobs yeah. or that um, it's okay to steal stuff on yeah. the internet right. to and get I, it for free. I, I personally, I, was, I, I realized that I was highly undereducated on exactly what goes into a lot of those free porn websites. So yeah, I'm I'm sorry it was offhand, but you know, it like you know what, Riley? I reversed my statement. You're eighteen, you should you should buy some some quality <laughs> like like good porn that's made with, with consenting people and <laughs> supports the people that make it. Um, I'm totally gonna tell mom that you told Riley to buy porn now. <laughs> and I'm gonna say well, no just because just I don't I don't want that. Because you don't want to buy porn, which is fine. No, that's fine. But but and, and all joking aside, that that was a it was an uh, it was an uneducated and a dumb thing to say. And I I am sorry to the people that were hurt by that. Yes, same here. Uh, thank you, sisters, for um, talking to me. Okay. I'm gonna go finish season two of American Mabel now. I gotta go finish season one. Thank you for not spoiling. <laughs> I thought I just I was like, go ahead and spoil it. It's fine, but we didn't. So also nah, we didn't. I didn't spoil. See, I Still didn't spoil don't know anything. Who the burglar is made it through the whole episode. Nope. You guys, you guys can go figure that out. I'm gonna get ready to go to Seattle. Ooh, what? We're yeah, we're doing <sighs> home the, of the, the boys have a tour. Wow, how fun! So I didn't even know. We'll, yeah, that's where we'll be. But uh, in the meantime. Um, thank you to our listeners. Thank you to Maximum Fun. You should check out MaximumFun.org for a lot of other wonderful podcasts that you will enjoy. Uh, you should tweet at us at StillBuff. You should email us at StillBuffering at MaximumFun.org if you have thoughts, suggestions, questions, comments. And thank you to the novellas for our theme song, Baby, You Change Your Mind. This has been Still Buffering, a sister's guide to teens through the ages. I am Riley Smurl. I'm Sydney McElroy. And I'm Taylor Smurl. I am a teenager. And I was, was two. <laughs> two. <laughs> you, you cut out right, like you guys froze right when, when it was our turn. I'm so sorry. Uh, that was a bad one. The, the glitch is here. The glitch is here. Support ethical porn. <laughs> <laughs> Ballpark panel, we have just 30 seconds to prove to Max Fun listeners that we know what the F we're talking about when it comes to pop culture. All right, you guys, let's go. Famous Chris's. Walkin. Christofferson. Hemsworth. Karen, what's the most iconic lesbian snack? The wings at Hooters. The answer is fried green tomatoes. Margaret, what is the Marvel Cinematic Universe missing? <laughs> My interest. Winter, name someone who will EGOT in your lifetime. Ike Barinholtz. That's beautiful. Top gear or top model? Sadly, I have to say top gear. The clear answer is top chef. But top model taught us about smizing. Pop Rocket, smart takes on everything. Catch us every Friday on Maximum Fun. MaximumFun.org. Comedy and culture. Artist owned. Listener supported.